0: Two, one. From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between, talking local and national sports in just about anything discussed in a tavern, broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. This song feels good. I don't know about you, but it uh, but it feels good to me. It is
1: glad to say we are back after a, what seems to be a half a year hiatus. We it's have, been like uh, a,
0: a forever hiatus. Yes,
1: I know Super Bowl was our last show.
0: Actually, I think it was the week before Super week Bowl. Week before Super Bowl. We planned, on, uh, we planned on doing one, but we just didn't get to it.
1: Uh, Life gets in the way, uh, whether it be personal issues, whether it be uh, family uh, things that you know, baseball and whatnot. uh, But, needless to say, we're here now, and uh, it feels good to be back.
0: Yeah, we were supposed to do this before the weekend, and uh, had some technical difficulties. the uh, (laughs) The the MacBook wasn't charging, And, and it wouldn't fire up. About 20 minutes ago so <laughs> we were scrambling <laughs> had to go back to old faithful we had we got old faithful and uh it's so, got, it's got about four
1: inches of dust on the old dell but uh it does here it, we are
0: it does it has a lot of dust on it but hey it, it loaded up and everything like that and uh it it's it's been pretty funny the last
1: few months to if i had a nickel for every time somebody asked me when are you guys going to do a show again i probably would have about two dollars and 25 cents
0: but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, but, a lot of people, but, you know, I just to kind of give everybody an update. It, it's just been busy life. Mm-hmm. I mean, life has been busy, um, kids, activities, uh, new jobs, new opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just been busy as hell, but, you know, definitely glad to be back. Talk a little bit, um, a little bit of Detroit sports. I a mean, bit. a lot of it, instead of going around mm-hmm. beating a dead horse, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we're going to try to be a little more optimistic because, uh, it, the landscape of Detroit sports is in shambles. It, it it
1: when you when you sit here and say uh the best organization in uh Detroit sports <laughs> is the Pistons. Is no the Lions. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I mean from well, you know, know, the top pi- to bottom. The,
0: well the Pistons are there too. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh. oh, there we go. No, I, it was that's that camera right there. Uh-oh. that that went wonky on there. So you just keep talking, I'm gonna go fix that.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just the way that the Lions are built, I, I think, you know, I can speak for most Lions fans, most Detroit fans, that uh, uh, I think they finally got it right. Uh, Sheila Hamp Ford has has definitely uh, cemented her place and put the right pieces in place to um, maybe go make a run at this thing. I mean, I'm not, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid or eating the cornbread yet, but When you look at a front office aspect, you know they're bringing back some of their former legends. Chris Spielman, Barry Sanders is a big piece of the puzzle now. There's grumblings of of you know Megatron being more proactive with the team as long as he gets paid, which he rightfully should. But I mean, they're doing what they need to do, and and if this draft is any indication of of the I'm direction back. they're going I'm back. I'm
0: back I guess a little bit
1: um you know it 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 could be you know within the next maybe 2 or 3 years it could be exciting I'm not I'm not you know jumping on the the 8 to 9 win bandwagon no. yet <laughs> No, but, absolutely not but I think 7 7 is you know possible their schedule is
0: friendly but um, I got a lot of people taking 10 and 7 route yeah, it, I it, but cuz that is because there's some toss up games in there that we that we look at and we know but i'm more of like a maybe like a 9 and 8
1: if, or an if, 8 and 9 it can if, go either way if they go if they go 9 and 8 i i, I would be ecstatic just making that jump from 313 and 1 to 9 and 8 that would be great i uh, you got mc with another you know can we sack that nickname i like it though motor city dan campbell all right dc uh, who's I'll, calling I'll, plays? I'll, I'll do DC. Who's calling plays? You, you look at um, Ben Johnson now, their new OC, and, and all indications are once um, Dan Campbell kind of took the reins, uh, Ben Johnson was a little bit more proactive in the offensive strategy. Uh, Campbell was calling plays. So it'll be interesting um, to see who's going to be the play caller. And uh, what I was – uh, hearing today was um of course you know you get all these people you know off season that well jared goff is he's he feels better now than he
0: ever has it's the old miggy looks good in the offseason reset <laughs> M- miggy's in the best shape of his life right, right. uh he's dropped 30 pounds <laughs> uh he's back to running a 4 4 yep yep um yeah uh you know but you look at you look at goff and um we're not asking the guy to come in and be special. No. We're looking for somebody who can come in, manage the scheme, and be effective. Sure. Don't make mistakes. Again, the camera went out again. The old, you know,
1: game uh, manager type of thing with, with him. Uh, I'll be right back. He's He's got the tools around him. I think it's safe to say that um, their wide receiver room is uh much improved barring no injuries moving forward so and you know what their what their you know running game looks like so you know to me the x factor here is is hawkinson is you know this is a contract year for him if hawkinson can somehow figure out how to um uh, be a difference maker you know, it that 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 could be the key to Jared Goff having a, success, a successful season. Um, but you know, he's he's kind of disappointed in the last couple of seasons, which has been which has been really bad because he's got a lot of hype, and I know he he's given his body up a lot, uh, a lot of injuries. But you know, if he can stay healthy and he can tri- contribute, then then you know what? There's no reason for me to think that. They they don't compete for the north and and obviously you know Aaron Rodgers is there in Green Bay so that's that you know that's really never gonna bode well for the Lions but you know if they can compete for second place with Minnesota who you know a lot of people are down on Minnesota they got a good team they might have the most complete team in the north in my opinion but
0: yeah Minnesota is a team that um, sometimes it can be scary good but it all it all revolves around whether or not Kurt Cousins yep. plays well. Yep. If Kurt Cousin is in the tank, they don't play well. Yeah. If he's a guy who, I'm not even saying goes in and throws, you know, 20 completions or a guy, if he protects the ball and they were being successful running the ball, mm-hmm. which with Dalvin Cook,
1: yeah. nine
0: times out of 10, you are, but. But he's, he's not, he's, he's a China has, doll. He still has to be there. Yeah.
1: So recapping the the draft who which you know in my opinion I know I just said that about you know three minutes ago but
0: your what your opinion in my opinion in your opinion <laughs>
1: uh, I, I'm I think they won the draft I I think they did a hell of a job obviously bringing in Hutch
0: which you know I, I, well you know what I'm gonna stop you right there they did do well in the draft and I do I kind of can mimic what you said I think the the biggest thing and the stigma behind the Detroit Lions and with Detroit fans is here we are again, mm-hmm. who are we taking? Yep. and like, is it gonna happen again? are we gonna are we gonna shit the bed again <laughs> and when it comes to draft picks? and I think honestly, for the first time ever, I'm gonna say I'm cautiously optimistic, yeah. but i'm very but it's more towards a very optimistic side of that cautious optimistic optimism yeah, you have to be just because of the fact that they do they fleeced the vikings on this. yeah they did so they, they fleeced them yeah and, and for, their fans weren't move, happy oh, for that. them to move up especially to an inner division a, inner division yeah and you go and you move up and then you take a guy it, it, are you taking a gamble yes but it that is a big gamble with it's uh high risk mm-hmm. high reward yeah because the speed of that guy is very comparable to none other than perry kill you
1: you look at um oh their um who's their quarterback coach not their quarter one of the receivers coach for the lions i can't think of his name right now he went to uh antoine, Rell- antoine randall yeah he played at uh, pittsburgh went to indiana university uh i just seen a clip of when they made the trade and picked him up he was in the hallways hooting and hollering he was so excited to get that guy and i think uh, when we were watching it here, uh, I'd
0: have been doing the gritty. <laughs> I,
1: I don't want to see that. I don't want to see me do that either. It'd be, be considered the shitty, but anyway, I can get Ryan to do it. That would work. Yeah. But I think the indication when, when they drafted him, you know, I think a lot of people were like, Oh, this guy's coming off an ACL. You know, he didn't look very enthused to, um, get drafted by the Lions. No, he
0: looked like, uh, he looked like he didn't even want to be there.
1: But apparently, he might have been um, living it up in Las Vegas uh, the night before the draft. So, is uh, that what the speculations uh, are? He said he uh, he had uh, some commitments that he that uh, kept him up pretty late. So, um, he might have been uh, yeah. making it rain in one of the uh, local uh, ballet uh, gentlemen's clubs there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that or he had some freaks.
1: But to me, to me, the the thing that I like about this drafter, there were there were players that you know were high on everyone's board. Um, that the old regime I think would have probably just taken them because of the name, but they're like, nope, we're gonna hold off. And they're their second round pick, Pascal out of Kentucky. Yes. Um, SEC leader in Sacks. I, I think that right there will be this year's Amonra St. Brown being the, the who is going to be the steal of the draft who's going to be the one guy that you, you know looking at it in the in the first place like nah I don't know uh, at the end of the season I think with Hutchinson on the other end I think Pascal's going to see a lot of uh action and he's going to get to the quarterback a lot it's going to be trouble it's it's going to be trouble they got two young guys on uh, the bookends as they like to say yep. and and uh, uh and they already have a fairly decent interior line i they, they did what they needed to do they they put pieces in place that could help them right now
0: yeah and it's not like we're sitting here saying uh, this draft was a make or break or th- this draft was going to be hey we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna elevate us to the you know, the super bowl that that i no, believe me i'm not going to sit here and say that right. after after the second draft with uh with brad holmes however uh, what he did last year and what he did this mm-hmm. past year i think we're trending uh, Towards the way of, um, again, cautiously optimistic on the seeing how building that foundation, how well they're building the foundation that they need. And uh, honestly, I mean, I, I I see nothing but, uh, but bright things in the Mm -hmm. future. And um, interesting fact is that, you know, Amon St. Brown didn't have a drop pass last year. He was the, Isn't that the the only
1: one with uh, what was it seventy catches or or at least seventy catches yeah. that had a drop rate of
0: zero? zero. Yeah, you know, and having him in in there, and then you know they picked up DJ Shark, and mm-hmm. so, Uh, and I think they brought back um they yeah they brought back Reynolds Reynolds yeah I yeah. I, I which you know, is golf golf and him had some chemistry to begin when with, they when they picked but him I think up that's going to be good for him
1: when they picked him up golf golf seemed to build on his confidence. It was almost like, all right, a friendly face, familiar, yeah, a familiar with face in yep, the locker room, a familiar,
0: yep. uh, yeah, a familiar guy in the huddle. And the, the, the
1: great thing about that move to me was he wanted to be here. Not many players will honestly say, I, I want to come to Detroit. Uh, this guy got here and he fell in love with the locker room. And well, and he I'm, was given an opportunity. Well, I don't know.
0: Judging by that AT and T commercial, yeah. I think Matthew Stafford wants to come back. I think. Uh, I think he wants to come back.
1: I think Matthew Stafford uh, wants to go work with Lily. AT AT&T, <laughs> you know, give, take her in the back room. But uh, there you go. Um, so yeah, uh, this draft to me, it we'll see 2024, 2025. There, I think that's really uh, realistically when you're going to really see it pay off. So yeah, we'll for see sure. about that. But, uh, first,
0: but before we get going or whatever, I, I do want to, you know, we got a we got some comments coming in here and you know, QB one is just absolutely just lighting it up right now. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, I do want to say thank you to those who had reached out and asked us when we were going to go again and everything like that. And thank you for being understanding on, um, and being understanding about, you know, life gets in the way. Um, but with that being said, um, I'm not going to make a commitment to being here every week right now just because I'm yeah. going to be out of town quite a bit in the next couple of weeks. But uh, for sure, on a more frequent basis and, and really dive into some more. Uh, into some more, And then uh, also want to give a shout out to uh, the, the boys of the OC. They have suffered just as well as we have when it comes to uh, uh, making podcasts and stuff like that. So for those of you those who don't know, uh Coach Pat is my son's baseball coach as well. So when he's out, I'm out, mm-hmm. uh, type deal. But uh you know, we were I've stopped by the shop today, picked up more stuff that I don't need. <laughs> but uh you know, but uh with that being said, you know, look forward to uh another show with, with the boys. I'm sure we'll they're chopping it to good too. Yeah, for sure. But let's move on.
1: The other uh dumpster fire. In the city of Detroit, uh, the state of the Tigers. They're they're playing right now, they're you know, they're tied with uh, the team that's ahead of them in the division, the, the White Sox. You know, the
0: White the White Sox have so uh, they got riddled with injuries, but I think the biggest thing holding them back is the crib keeper of a manager that Lou, they have. They're calling for his head. Tony in, LaRusso is terrible. Chicago in the South Side. The game has passed him by. I think it has. And uh the best thing they would do is just say, hey, Tony, th- thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Uh, we got to look another direction. He's
1: already said he's not managing after this year.
0: Oh, he shouldn't have managed this um, year. He should have been.
1: Well, they should have pulled he, the plug on him last year when he got a DUI in the offseason.
0: The guy's on life support. <laughs> we will just put the guys on life support. But, uh, but, you know, it just seems like every time you turn around, you know, it was real promising at the beginning of the year. Riley Green, uh, he was looking. He was having a hot start in spring training. Uh, it was, he was slated, then obviously, unfortunately, with the injury, fractured foot. Yep, uh, but he's a, he's in a rehab assignment. He's still, in Toledo, in Toledo, and he's been tearing it up. And and
1: you you wonder how long they're going to leave him down there because at this point they don't lose that year of eligibility with him. So I don't know. Maybe you give him another week or so, get him some at bats. You know, get get. get That game speed up and then, yeah,
0: game speed will be huge for him
1: because at this point, uh, why not? I I mean, mean, you've got nothing to lose. (laughs) Yeah, I was
0: gonna say, you have nothing to lose. You
1: have, you have, um, Mize is done for the
0: year, he's gonna have Tommy John, you know. And here's the thing is, they put it off, put it off, but they should have just went in right away. That now I remember back when I was younger and was following baseball back in the you know, I I'm, obviously I still follow baseball, but I remember when Tommy John surgery was like career. It was like, uh, yeah, he's out. It, but now it's like, it's like going to get your teeth cleaned. Well, if you it look back so often,
1: if you if you look back into the heyday here in Detroit '84, you know Frank Tanana. Frank Tanana yep, was a yep. fireballer yep. when he pitched for the the California Angels, and he had a Tommy John. I don't think they called it Tommy John I don't back think it was then. Tommy John, but he had to literally. Learn how to change his game completely. He went from a, a fireballer to crafty. You know, he had that 12 6 curveball and he could, you know, pinpoint it on the plate a lot like Greg Maddox. wasn't as good as Greg Maddox, but
0: hey, uh, hey.
1: It, it changed the way that you had to pitch. Nowadays, it seems like some of these pitchers come back stronger.
0: Oh, yeah. And, you know, one thing about Greg, Greg Maddox that you brought up, whatever, you don't ever want that guy to come and paint your house. <laughs> Cause he only paints the corners. The corners that's yeah. all he does. He paints the corners. So you have
1: Mize. that's, that's done for, you know, the rest of this year, probably all of next year. And then you've got Matt Manning who, you know, I, I have yet to hear what's going on with him as far as, you know, why he, he is on the, the IL or whatever they call it, but he is beginning to throw again. So it sounds like he'll be back. Um, but pinero has got, you know, it sounds like he's got an elbow issue.
0: Ed Redder Rodriguez and come back and said, hey, E-Rod I'm, comes E-Rod up. Said, I'm not coming. Eh, hey, guys, uh, I'm not coming back for personal issues stuff like that. Do you think maybe it's the fact that the team is absolutely a dumpster fire? But if that's the case, then I don't want him in my clubhouse. No,
1: if 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 he's, you know, running for the hills right now because they're not, you know, winning games and, and they're not where the a lot of people predicted them to be good riddance but i i just i don't i'm not buying that i think it's just it's a personal matter he doesn't want to discuss you know hopefully it's it's not like life threatening like something yeah. in his family or health related but you know it sounds like he's probably going to be done for the year too so i mean it, it, everything that has gone we just that, can't catch a break yeah everything we just absolutely
0: cannot catch a break
1: everything that could have gone wrong with this team has gone wrong and on top of that you brought in Baez, you, you you paid 30 what 36 37 million for him the guy has been a complete bust as far as i'm concerned he's he his his has zero plate uh discipline discipline he swings, he swings at, everything. at everything um uh, he got it you know a nice fly out which uh, scored a run but earlier in today's game but he's just and and he he's up there in the in the batter's box digging seeds out of his ass throwing him in. it's like you're more worried about putting seeds in your mouth than what's going on. As, as he swings at a ball that literally ended up in the left hander's batter's box. Oh,
0: hold on, I, you know, uh, hold on. I'm gonna def- I'm gonna defend the guy a little bit. I'm sure that he's worried about it. Just it, I, he's I'm, very nonchalant, and I I do not like that. But you know what though? There's a lot of
1: players that are like that. Some hey, some of the better players are hey, more nonchalant. If you're batting two eighty, up, I don't I don't have a problem with it. He's batting. Two bills.
0: Yeah, but but to go and say he's more worried about putting seeds in his mouth than it was batting. It was. I think they. I think you're being a little
1: egregious on that one. I just think when you you spend that much money on a guy,
0: but you know what though? Listen, during the course of every major league baseball player, they slump. Oh sure. This is probably his slump. He's in a three month slump, and, and we get pissed off because we've overpaid for him. Well, and he's not producing. But it, realistically, you can't put that all directly on him. No, I the don't. entire I d- well fucking team. The other blows pre-agent sign- right now. signing, Tucker
1: Barnhart. He's terrible.
0: Uh, it, he's absolutely terrible. Gold he, Glove, my ass. Terrible. He is. He has not impressed hey, me here in Detroit. Terrible. Cincinnati, great. Sure, great.
1: Sure. I'll but, give him that. But terrible. What happened? Like, what? what how do you go from? You bring him in for your for his defensive abilities. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've seen him throw out anyone trying to steal. I don't. His arm is weak. Um, yeah,
0: I, you know, and, and that's the thing is when you looked at it, when they signed him, I was like, oh, okay, you know, I could get down with it. I was like, okay, I, me from seeing the games that he played mm-hmm. in Cincinnati, I'm like, okay, he's very serviceable. He's got a Gold Glove catcher. Yeah, but then he gets here and it's like, dude, he's no better than mm-hmm. what we had. You know? It's like, where where was the I mean, where was the, the upside, the the upside was, you know, and that's one of the things and we've talked about it a thousand times offline and everything like that. When it comes to contracts and everything like that, I am a huge fan for paying a player for what he does for you. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm more in tune of a incentive heavy, as opposed to like Miguel Cabrera, we should not be paying Miguel Cabrera that, uh, that astronomical amount of money for what he did back in 2012. Right well they were no. they
1: paid him to win the world series and they didn't do it and, and it didn't happen and now you're seeing you know the ramifications of overpaying players but yeah i agree you know when you get a player like a barnhart and things like that you bring guys in that give them that that will like okay if i hit you know 20 home runs that kicks a notch up if i get 80 RBIs if i bat 280 you know there's there's those levels that you would get more money um but just to throw this money at these guys, and they're just they're not performing. And 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 two with Baez, he's known for his glove. And, yeah, he's been and very it, suspect with his glove I, too. I I'm not impressed. I I just maybe I'm a little bit too critical, but I think the bottom line with this team is there's five starting batters in that lineup that are at or below 200.
0: Oh, it's middle of June almost. You know, and the thing is, is, when you look at it, Miguel Cabrera in the last, I would probably say 10, 15 games or whatever. He has he has been probably one of the more solid guys. Well, he's leading the team. You know, go figure. He's
1: he's yeah. the only one uh, um, uh really contributing, it seems to yeah.
0: to. You can't see that in the camera, so no, there's no sensitive. I know you mess with it. <laughs> yeah. It was a valiant effort. It was a good, good effort. effort. <laughs> but well, yeah, so, I mean, uh, you know, I think what needs to happen, there needs to be a change. Uh, there needs, you know, we can sit here and cry for ownership change. That's obviously not going to happen because no. if I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Illich had it set up to where his kids could never, ever get rid of the Tigers or the Red Wings and stuff like that. So that's, we can cry all we want. Right. It's not happening. But we, what we can cry about is, General, general manager you know and i'm not saying that i'm not saying that al avila is terrible he's probably good as like a like a vice mm-hmm. not as the president no. of operations mm-hmm. no it's i mean general manager president of operations whatever you want to call him i i just don't think i don't you know i don't think he has it i'm sure he's very well respected around the league mm-hmm. for for his years of serves and, like and it's but, avila by the way l avila whatever i don't care but <laughs> we got somebody leaving. Somebody's leaving. I'm not gonna turn the camera on so they can't see or leave. Oh, bye. There she's leaving.
1: But with with all the I guess turmoil that's gone on with this team, there are some bright spots. There are. You, you have uh uh Fiedo, Alex Fayeto, that's that's really looked well. He and has Bo Brisky, don't let his one in five um record, you know dictate his season he's looked good for a guy that just was thrown into the mix maybe for a spot start now he's you know he's he's part of the rotation
0: but you know the thing is that no matter how good he is you still have to put up more than like two runs an average of two runs a game in order for for any pitcher to be successful so really that's nothing to hang his hat on no absolutely not he's getting about so and
1: he's getting really good uh major league experience which you know moving forward will help him and you know school ball uh, he got his first loss since the end of April. You know, his ERA is, it's like mid twos. It's it's one of the top, you know, in his first 10 starts of the season, one of the top yeah. in Tiger's history.
0: That's so, you know, he's,
1: but again, you know, you, they're averaging under three runs a game. I don't care how good of a pitcher you, you are. That's just, you know, it's not going to get it done. And And my fear, and I think a lot of people have the same, same feeling with me is, how much is AJ Hinch going to take? This guy's a hell of a manager, and he's playing with it with a you know four cards in a, in a in a fifty-two deck, and
0: yeah, he's I I can see him yeah, being pretty upset. He's
1: not the type of manager. He's coming off a World Series, you know, the last time he managed. So, um, how much is he going to you know be able to take? You know, how much patience is he going to have with the you know, the front office to make sure they bring in the right pieces. And and, and at this point, if, if he was to walk, it wouldn't shock me because there's gonna be teams. You look at teams, you know, like the Anaheim Angels. Yeah, they're gonna be they're they're ready to win now. And and they just fired, you know, Madden, which I think was a huge mistake, but they're gonna be looking for a coach. The Cubs are always looking for coach. <laughs> A coach. So, so
0: to give you some, give, give you a little bit on the tiger starters. So, when you look at the ERA that we have, so the uh, ERA, uh, Tarek skubal has got a 271. Next is Alex Fayeta with a 292. Then you got Pineda, who's on the IL now, but he had a two uh, a 322. And then you got uh, Bo Brisky's at a at a 434. And then the E Rod, he was a four thirty-eight, but he's gone. He
1: he was a disappointment, yeah, for and the then, most part.
0: And then the and then Elvin is a uh 11.5. Yeah.
1: Well, I I think in New York, AJ left him in way too long. Same with Toronto. They lit him up on Friday night, and I don't know. There was a thing that came out in New York, said he was tipping his pitches. Um kind of the way he holds the ball. He was kind of the you know his window. He'll he'll take the ball out of his hand and then throw it. They were talking to some Yankee hitters. They're like, we knew we knew what he was throwing because he they I think they they got four or five home runs off of him. Jesus, Christ. and uh, so they it was it, he was throwing batting practice.
0: And here and another thing to look at is is their their bullpen has been solid. One of the top their in bull, baseball. Their
1: bullpen has been solid. One of the top in baseball. And and y- 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 I I guess. To believe in, you know, silver linings or uh, you know, you take some things from this season. It it is that you know their pitching has been pretty good, and I, I, for the most part, their offense was not going to be a question mark. You know, Akil badu he's not with the team anymore. He's down there in Lakeland doing a quote rehab start. Which yeah, uh, I I don't know how much
0: of that I believe. So let's talk about that. So last year he was like the the next best thing to sliced bread yeah and he went down to toledo mm-hmm. and then he went to west michigan he didn't even go to erie he went right to yeah. west michigan yeah now he's down in florida um i just you want to talk about a fall from grace hopefully he gets it back he struggled at the beginning of the year he struggled real bad uh just being able to get the bat to the zone mm-hmm. uh, you know
1: yeah he was doing his to me, I don't recall him he was lifting his his front foot. He wasn't keeping it down, so before the pitch was coming, he has, his front foot was, lift, lift, was lifted up, and it just looked like when he was making his swing, he was very uncomfortable. But who am I? I don't know. It just seemed like his approach. Well you're, you're Tom. Yeah, uh, His approach was a little bit different this year, but too, there's a lot of tape on this guy. He can hit a curveball, and it seems like oh, he's everything like, they he's threw like the at him Pe- was—he's the
0: Pedro Serrano. Serrano, yeah. I mean, oh, they man.
1: needed to put maybe Joe Boo in in the locker, uh, yeah. and and have a uh, a little seance and help him out. But you know, I wish him the best. He's 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 exciting to watch, I and mean, his glove didn't falter. He he played good center field, but we're loaded in in the outfield. There's there's almost too much. So if you're not going to perform, you, you got to go. And and unfortunately that's you know whirl and end up but
0: you know and you know, like you know we were talking about you know batting averages and everything like that it, you know it, you look at it and here's the guys that are under under 200 you got candelarios at you know 181 you got Baez at 197 you got scope at 189 you got Torkelson in at 186 i mean you look at it and you're just like grossman yeah
1: grossman's batting i think 200 now yeah
0: You got, uh, Austin Meadows. He's batting, you know, 246. Harold Castro's batting 282. You got Eric Haas at 186. Daz Cameron, uh, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. The two Castros are really the ones carrying them right now. Willie, Willie, today, first
1: pitch of the game, he, he put it in the left field or in the right field bleachers, but, uh, it's it's slim pickings who, who you're going to rely on. And, and and it just goes to show you that why they're where they're at. They're 12 games under 500. Yeah. And, you know, fading fast. but
0: Let me I see. And just I wonder, I probably can't get it right now, but no big deal. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, the trade deadline is going to come up here at the, towards the end of July. I mean, obviously, the Tigers will be sellers. They'll try to maybe try to move a couple pieces. Scope, scope will be gone. I think, scope, I think scope will get moved. Uh Austin Meadows might get moved. Could be. Depending on – they still have control, so he's not a rental player. Right. Um, so he might – Grossman might go, could get, get unloaded. Uh, you know, and I'll be honest with you. They could have just left Grossman. They could have got rid of him last year and not have been happy with it. But then again, the Tigers, and that's another downfall of Vila. Loyalty. It, 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 loyalty, but, you know, the, last year there was teams – was it last year, or the year before, there was teams pawning for Matthew Boyd, pawning mm-hmm. over him, and he put that expectation up so high. Yep. Look, in Detroit, he meant the world to everybody. Yeah. But when you look at Major League Baseball, he didn't he didn't he didn't mean that much. What's well, the to old those people? The Bobby Higginson complex. Oh my god. Back in the day when Higgy had a huge
1: year, the Yankees they, they wanted him. And and the Tigers said
0: he was like, No, thanks. No, no thanks. No, we're, we're gonna keep him.
1: We're gonna sign him to a mega deal and uh, not a mega pint, a mega deal. Oh, and mega um, pint. I like that. And what what happened to uh, Bobby Higginson? Well, he is on the wall of obscurity here at the Speakeasy. (laughs) Indeed
0: he is. I think I paid five bucks. Uh, No, no, no. I bought. Oh no, you bought that one. Okay, yeah. I paid twelve dollars. You paid twelve dollars. I was getting autograph picture. Well,
1: that was because. uh, Gonzo, the affinity with Gonzo, uh, you know, that was his favorite player growing up. So. Well,
0: you know what? Maybe Gonzo needs to find better players to enjoy. It. I ain't gonna lie to you. He was, uh, I think five years old at the time. Yeah. That, that you made... know what? We all make mistakes, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. So but... moving
1: on to a more, you know, brighter note, which unfortunately happened 25 years ago.
0: Hold on. Let's, hold on. Let's, let's not go into that just yet. Let's talk oh, okay. about a little more doom and gloom because, okay all right since we're on the path of just destruction here so the detroit red wings okay trust the Iser plan yes and i'm still full believer of trusting the Iser plan we need a coach and, and there's some
1: good ones out there's, there.
0: there's you got trots out there but you know trots is gonna be like hey i'm gonna assess the room I, you got that but then you got tortorella I don't know if he, that's... he the, might be the the, the stopgap. I don't, but no,
1: I to be honest with you, but he might run people out
0: exactly because well, he's kind of a dick. Well, you look at you look at what how fast he wore his welcome out in Columbus with and a good team. War, they yeah. they couldn't get rid of him fast. Yeah, yeah like, you know, okay, you had Patrick Laine. and Liney's like I can't deal with this guy. Mm-hmm. And then you had also before that, who'd you have uh, Dubois? Yeah, I. Yeah, he's like, I, I want it. The guy's like, I want out of here so bad. I will go to Winnipeg. Oh, the,
1: the cops. The, the cops. It's getting it's hard out here in the streets of SL. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the mean streets, <laughs> the mean as the streets of the L.C. would South call it. Lyon.
1: But, you, you know, you got Cassidy from the, the Bruins who – but the, the problem with a lot of these coaches like trots is the reason why I don't think – they went after Gerard Gallant last year. You know those are those are coaches that are established, and they're going to want to come to a situation where they're ready to win.
0: No, the reason why they didn't want Gerard Gallant, in my opinion, it's Eiserman's body. Eiserman probably doesn't want to have to fire him. <laughs> I don't think he wants to have to can his buddies.
1: Which leads me into the next thing.
0: Let's let's hear it. The,
1: you know the Vegas bet has Sergey. Uh, seven to two odds to be the next coach. You know, he he won a KHL. Did he win two? Has he won two KHL? I think he's won two.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: in this past year, he came back from three one, and you know, if there's a league that's that's you know comparable to the NHL, it, it's KHL.
0: Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a solid. It, it's definitely a solid league. I've watched a number of games, mm-hmm. and it's funny because ESPN Plus will will broadcast them, yeah. and they have English they have ink, so you Your translator it, you know, so, well no it's not a, it almost uh, you know i'll be honest with you it sounds like it's it sounds like dave straighter obviously all right you know, yeah obviously he's not here but the guys probably the like him, but, uh but the interns that they they they. but i mean it's it's good i mean it's, yeah. it's good it's good hockey um you know they 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 play at the olympic size rinks and everything mm-hmm. like that but uh good hockey uh, federoff would be a good choice but then you go to look and it's like do you really want Is he going to really hire a friend to come in and and do something like that? Would my guess is probably
1: no. Would I would would Federov want to come here knowing that that ninety one's not hanging in the rafters? Does he feel does he feel a a little bit slighted by that still?
0: All right. Well, since you brought that up, your opinion. Do you think it should be in the rafters? Absolutely.
1: Even though it was kind of bullshit how he you know parted ways, you know, signing that offer sheet with. Carolina. Carolina, yeah, which he knew damn well he wasn't going to play in Carolina. Kind of, you know...
0: He forced the Illich's hand.
1: But what he did when he was here, without Eisman, they don't win. I don't think they win a cup in 97. I think he was a huge... You mean, piece you mean
0: without Fedorov?
1: Without Fedorov, I'm sorry. Uh, what he brought, his game was unlike anything anyone's ever seen. Uh, he put up numbers that were We never saw around here since Gordy Howe in all reality. So does he belong in there? Absolutely. 100%
0: he does. I think he belongs there for the sole fact that he is a hall of fame player.
1: Absolutely. He
0: is. He is in a hall of fame. He is a hall of fame player. Um, I think he deserves it. However, I think the way they left on bad terms is what is really going to keep him from from being in
1: there. He, uh, I know this is going to be a drop at some point. He rubbed Mike Illich the wrong way. Um, Got his cock clean. Yeah. 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 I don't know if he went that far, but I think in all reality, uh, there might be something in the the bylaws with the Red Wings that say 91 will not be in the Raptors. And I think that's a travesty because he was, you know, he was the face. And as I look, turn around right behind you, there's there's better off holding the cup. So,
0: you know, and that's the thing is, uh, he, I mean, we look at it from what he accomplished on the ice, but we also have to look at what the organization and he had to go through in order to.
1: It was a three-year process. Be the, be
0: the player he was. I mean, he uh, he defected from his country. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, in those guys that played hockey, they were also signed up for the, the Red Army. So, yep. you know, he walked out on. You know, and turn his back on his a, country. A lot, of, yeah. I mean, that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. I, me personally, for him doing that, and then also providing the Red Wings with years yep. of Stanley Cup wins. I think right there would probably say, yeah, we've got to put ninety-one up on the Raptors. <laughs> he deserves it. Absolutely deserves it. All but, right.
1: But as far as him being the next coach, I think as a fan, seeing him behind the bench would be you know kind of full circle. Like he started his career here. He had success here. Um,
0: yeah, but you know what you have to do though. You have to you have to separate your your emotions with reality. Sure, you know, and that's it, fandom though. That's it, that's it, the it, challenge. And, and we and we and when when you and I sit here and we talk about it and we look at it, we're like, yeah, you know, his what he did for you know what he did for us mm-hmm. as fans is like second to none. But then you have to look at it as like, all right, is he going to be a good fit? Is right. he going to be a guy who's going to be able to mentor these players? Is he going to be a guy who's going to get the most out of his players? Is he going to be that guy right. to turn it around? Right. We don't know. Obviously, his track record in the KHL says otherwise. Mm-hmm. But I'm still a f- firm believer to where I I have a hard time with, like, I had a hard time with Eisman coming back. And the reason why is because his legacy was so high for being the captain for yeah. all those years. To now it's like if he does not turn this organization around from the dumpster fire that Ken Holland left us that stain his, will his that legacy. Stain his legacy? Yeah. I, it, I I don't it, think I, so I don't I'm with you. I don't think it will, but it puts kind of a sour taste in people's mm-hmm. mouths.
1: Right. So we'll see. Uh my opinion, I think they go and get the uh the bench coach from Tampa I think John Cooper's assistant I think being familiar with Iserman uh, I will tell you
0: right now if Tampa Bay got bounced out of the first round of the playoffs John Cooper was out the door and he's in Detroit he, at,
1: at 100% I agree that was with my you that's, that, that was my thought I don't don't put that past him not coming to Detroit now he three three cup runs in a row um it, what more does he have to do in Tampa like I does he have a good rapport with Iserman I'm pretty sure he does he's he's local. Why yeah. wouldn't he want to come in and finish his coaching career in Detroit? I, I if I'm Iserman, I'm I'm throwing everything at him to bring him here. That would be huge. But we'll see. Time will tell.
0: All right. So twenty five years ago we were talking about this uh before the show. Actually we talked about it last week. It was the anniversary. Was it June fourth or June sixth? One of those days when the sixth Re- or seventh, w- something like yeah, that. I yeah, when the, was the when, the, when the Red Wings won the their first championships was like 1954 55 it was 44 years I believe if I'm not but mistaken where were you at that day
1: uh I was at the old uh contractor steel oh you were, oh you were <laughs> at was, work huh? I was working the working the graveyard shift when that happened uh, yeah I mean it was awesome it was an awesome experience I mean for you and I, it was our first. Well, I shouldn't say it was our first championships in City Four because we had the Pistons and Pistons run in the late '80s and '90s. Uh, yeah, but, but, but I wasn't
0: an East Side guy like you. I was more on the West Side, so I yeah. didn't really, I, and I wasn't much of a basketball fan.
1: I, I was Pistons were more near and dear to my heart. Um, what I did, obviously, with the with the run that they went on, uh, you, you, you followed it, um, but it was it was really exciting. I mean. The one memory that stands out for me is always the, you know, McCarty's goal, to to win like to,
0: the spin, like the spinorama,
1: uh, the the Duke fake left yeah. goal right, brought the goalie right, and he just put you know for the game winner. Oh, it was just
0: like the spinorama after where he kind of did it like a spin <laughs>
1: and pirouette and then yeah. hit the boards. Yeah, I mean, it was it was exciting times around here for that. Oh and, yeah, I and mean, that whole season, if you you look back, with the rivalry with the Avalanche the big fight, which, uh, I believe it will be out this weekend. The documentary, the e yes. 60 documentary on yes. the rivalry. Yes. And boy, does that look.
0: Yeah. I can't wait to watch that. Oof. I think that's going to be a good one. Probably one of the most, probably one of the most hated, mem- I think one of the most memorable things and it really didn't have to go with the game itself is, you know, and as much as a, of a Homer, I guess you want to call me, but Uh, I was not, I was not a big fan of the Red Wings bringing in, um, McCarty. No, uh, Mike Vernon. Oh, I thought that Osgood could have taken him there, which he ended up taking him there the next year. If I uh, remember correctly,
1: Osgood got hurt, didn't he? And that's, Uh, that's why Vernon kind of, no,
0: Vernon was signing the off season and then they brought him in. Then he pretty much, they kind of shared time back and forth. Um, but you know they gave Vernon the nod. I mean they gave Vernon the nod, obviously because Vernon had more experience. That mm-hmm. wasn't that wasn't his first Stanley Cup win. Yeah. You know he won when he was in Calgary back in '89. But you know they brought him in, and I you know I felt kind of bad. And then um, they um, and then I I want to uh, this the in '98 they I think Osgood won at '98 for them, and then they got rid of him. <laughs> and then they had like a plethora of other ones, like, you know, Curtis oh. Joseph and had yeah. some of the other guys come in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I thought that was kind of a dick move and then he comes back in 12 and wins it again. Wins another so, one. Yeah. Or no, 12 was uh, Dominic Hoshik. Hasek. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he, he won it in. Oh, eight.
0: Oh, eight. Oh, eight. Oh, eight.
1: Yep, yeah. 08. Uh, real quick. Is he a hall of famer? Chris sure
0: Uh, I will tell you right now, he says some of the best stats. Of any goalie that's in the Hall of Fame. Yes, I do believe he should be in the And he's Hall got two Famer. cups? I, so, I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. What about you?
1: I'm on the fence with this one. Okay. I, I Expl- guess it's, explain it's, yourself. It's it's, it's kind of like the Stafford thing. Is Stafford a Hall of Famer yet? I don't think so. He goes out and he has another repeat season like, like he did last year. Gets him to a Super Bowl, whatever. Maybe. Maybe. Uh,
0: But his stats, I I know
1: his stats kind of speak for themselves. And he's, he's I maybe, yes. Popularity comes into a lot of play. Chris Osgood was never a sexy name. Uh, And I think a lot of the writers who vote in these Hall of famers, he wasn't real flashy. He just kind of did his job every day. And, 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 and I don't know how much that hurts a player. Yeah. Um, but I mean looking at his stats sure yeah he does but you know at what point do you say the door's closed cuz shouldn't he be up for you know Hall of Fame induction
0: yeah he should be
1: I mean it, and you really don't hear any conversation about it that that's kind of what concerns me in that that regard that you really when the Hall of Fame voting comes around his name really isn't ever brought up too much
0: so one, of the, so, uh, you know, one of the last things I want to touch on with this subject, cause we're getting pretty close to the time, but that, our time, you know, that we have imposed for ourselves. <laughs> but, uh, one of the things that I do, uh, I do want to say that it was kind of, you know, we talked about 97. I told you that was kind of my biggest gripe after the fact that they kind of sold them out like that. But one of the things that was a couple of days after they won the championship was the accident oh, that, sheesh. uh, you know, uh, uh, changed the lives uh, for Sergey Federer or yeah.
1: Sergey Manatsakhanov yep. and uh, Vladimir Konstantinov. Yeah. And, who uh, is in the documentary, by yes, the
0: way. Yes, yes. But, uh, you know, that was sad. I mean, I remember that. And, you know, it was all because somebody had made poor choices and uh, got into an accident. And it yeah. affected the life uh, of two people tr- very indefinitely. And Konstantinov was, he hadn't even hit his stride yet. And then, but there was also some other, in, you know, there was other injuries and everything like that, that was involved with that. And, uh, you know, it's definitely soft was, was hurt. Yep. Yeah. time the next year. Yeah. And- so, I mean that, that right there is, you know, it's a tough one, the but highs and lows, the I highs mean, and lows, the, Yeah. The, the peak
1: of, you know, you, you know, finally ama- win it. And, yeah. And, and then- it's amazing
0: how that happens it, is like, you know, as I mean, I remember when they won, people were outside banging pots and pans and, uh, Hon- you know uh, horns uh people driving honking horns mm-hmm. everything like that I remember driving cheering to on the, work cheering on the side of the road driving to
1: work in that cup run and they'd score a goal I'm on the horn I'm blowing the horn and everybody on 696 and 275 oh, they were doing the same thing it was it, it was really cool for the you know for the city everybody seemed to really unify over that that was awesome yeah that was awesome
0: cool well It's a deep subject. I think I'm done. You're done. I'm done.
1: We, uh, I guess, for um, you know, conversations moving forward, um, is the PGA Tour in trouble? I don't care about golf. Um,
0: I don't care about golf. Uh,
1: Deshaun Watson. Next subject. Deshaun Watson. I mean, I'm talking conversations that we can have. On, oh, on Deshaun Facebook Watson.
0: Or hey, you know what? The man enjoyed hand jobs. Give him a break. Uh,
1: do you think Baker Mayfield will be the starting quarterback in Cleveland? Because I do.
0: I. I th- and, and and that's why they haven't probably released him yet. It's mm-hmm. pr- probably because yeah. of the uncertainty behind um, what kind of uh, penalties the league is going to levy down on him. So I think that remains to be seen. They, I just think they, you know. I think I think Baker's getting kind of the raw end of the deal on this one because I think um, I think the Browns. I uh, gave up on him too. They, they gave up on him. I mean, the guy played on one leg last year, one leg and a half an arm. So. And I don't, think that, I don't think that was fair to him.
1: So their backup, C.J. Bethard, they brought in on the offseason.
0: Yeah. Carried him off on a
1: stretcher today. Did they really? Yep. So it's looking more and more likely like Baker uh, recovered, you know, because he had shoulder surgery and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's not looking good for the Houston Texans either. I think they were complicit in all of this. Uh, came out that they were supplying hotel rooms and making the women – Sign uh ndas which
0: um mm, that kind of sounds like your hands caught in the cookie, cookie jar, jar yeah. yeah
1: so this this saga definitely is ongoing and and and
0: hey I, listen as my dad always said if it looks like shit if it sounds like shit and it smells like shit it's
1: it's shit it's shit, it's shit. so uh but cleveland guaranteed 230 million he's gonna get paid whether he plays or not i think crazy. deshaun watson is uh one lucky SOB, uh, if that is the case. But it's it's something that's going to be evolving. I look forward to um, more to come. More to come. And uh, we'll dive in on future shows about the SEC grumbling about maybe wanting to pull away from the FBS and create their own, like, super league. And uh, I know I put a thing on Facebook about they, it.
0: They can, they can take Alabama. You can leave Georgia. I like Georgia. You can leave Georgia. You can take Alabama in Alabama and shove it right up Alabama's <laughs> ass.
1: Kirby and his uh, advisor can go too. Yeah. But, uh so yeah, in, I mean put, hey, put
0: Kirby in a regular hat. Maybe we'll send him an easy speak hat. <laughs> I'm sure he'll wear that. He'd be like, "Hey, as long as we got a George, Georgia red and black, he might wear it.
1: We could do that. Definitely. Yeah. But uh moving forward, yep, we'll uh not maybe not a weekly thing, but you know, as things
0: Things settle as, as things settle down. Uh, the schedule frees up a little bit more. Uh, there'll be more opportunity,
1: and when football season gets closer, there's always yeah. that's always a a hot topic uh, that that we like to discuss, and we can get a little bit more details in. But um, but uh, game six, uh, game five tonight in Gold State, the 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 NBA Finals. I know Rich isn't a big fan. Um, I think golden state will end up winning this thing in probably, uh, seven, uh, but the cup finals start on Wednesday between Colorado and Tampa. I like Colorado rich.
0: Oh boy. Um, I mean, everybody wants to see, let's just go back. Everybody would like to see Tampa Bay three Threepeat. three everybody would. That's everybody in the state of Florida. Uh, me on the other hand, um, I'm tired of it. I think over the last couple of years, um, Tampa has exploited a loophole, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm not a fan of. And the S- the NHL needs to tighten it up. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think that, um, I think Colorado just they just have too much. They have I, too I, much firepower. I I think they have too much. I think Nathan McKinnon is just uh, this year. I mean, just look what they did. I mean, everybody thought that uh you know Edmonton was on a roll. You had uh Mick David, mm-hmm. you had dry. I'll tell you right now if they had a younger goaltender who's a little bit I think it would be top, uh, They would still be playing. Yeah. They'd be going for game. They'd be going seven games yeah. in that one. But I honestly think that just the firepower just of of Colorado, they roll four lines. Just I mean, and it's they're, nonstop, they're relentless. It's nonstop, and, and
1: even though you know Tampa's goalie is probably the you know number one in the world, is he going to be able to handle that many shots thrown in his direction? Probably, right in probably and not. Probably not, right
0: especially with McKinnon and Cal McCarr. And I mean, it, they just—I mean, they just absolutely—they can hit you from every which way. And and here's here's the reason why
1: I think Colorado wins. Corey perry's a tampa he always loses a cup like the last two years he's he's lost the cup and then he joins the team that he beats, loses the cup yeah, to beats so. him yeah. but i
0: think this is the end of the road for Corey perry i think cory perry can kiss my ass <laughs> so anyway yep. so I, on that note everybody i want you guys to have a great night tom it's been a real i'm yep. glad that we finally got yep. back it was, to it it was good to it, be was behind just, the mic it was a little bit of a scare that's for sure we, we uh, pulled it off <laughs> it was a little bit of a scare when things weren't working out like we hoped they would be but Uh, We got it working out. We're good. Everything like that. And uh, more to come. And that's it. Yep. Stay tuned. And uh, we'll be back at some point. Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at Speak Easy 330. You can catch us every week at ilogicmedia.com, Apple, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Easy Speak Cast for the latest and up-to-date news. Cheers.